back to Bubblegum Kim Podcast. My name is Kimberly Andrus, and joining me today is Jaden and Louise of Real Crown Connections. Jaden is a makeup artist, and Louise is the choreographer. They have both worked with Miss Nevada Teen USA 2019, Erica Yvette Bonilla, who plays second runner-up at the national pageant of Miss Teen USA. And we are going to be talking about everything pageants. Because guess what, ladies? It is officially pageant season. Hi, guys. How are you feeling? Good. We just had coffee, so we're waking up. I know. You both have a venti. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you're literally almost done with it. We usually have a trenta. Wait, why? It's a long day for us, let me tell you. Like, <laughs> you won't, will not get to, like, sleep until, like, 3 a.m. probably. Oh, day. no. And what time do you wake up? Um, depending on the day, we usually wake up like around 11, 10, depending on the day. Oh my gosh. And then our day starts like around 12 or so. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, welcome to Wednesday. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's happy Wednesday. Hump Wednesday. Yeah. Hump day. Hump day. Okay. So why don't we get started with, um, each of you telling us a little bit about yourself and your background when it comes to the pageant world. Ooh, okay. So I recently became more interested into the pageant world um, up until when I met Jaden, which is about, I want to say a year and a half ago now, almost two years. Okay. But I initially um, grew an interest in it when I saw Miss Universe 2010. It was when Mexico won. Oh, yeah. What was her name? Jimena Jimena? Navarrete. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, So she was a really, really good, like, um, I guess it was a good Miss Universe, you know? And I think that's when I started growing more interest. Slowly but surely, I started watching more. When Nia Sanchez won, we were like, ooh, Nevada's on the map, you know? And then from there, kind of just took off, you know? Yeah. Slowly but surely, I started kind of just growing interest, I guess, into it. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And Jaden? For me, I would say the same, I guess, uh, when Jimena won, but even prior to, I think that our take comes from watching international pageants. Yeah. uh, More so than a state or even like a prelim. I would say that we like to go a little bit bigger. We like to have fun with it. And our take is very, I would say new and it's fun and it's fresh. So I feel like that's where we're at with that. Yeah, and so you guys are real crown connections. You guys hold pageant coaching where you help with the girls for interview, walking, styling, and pretty much everything. Absolutely, yeah. Correct? Mm -hmm. And um, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, what exactly? How did it all start? Yeah, how how did you all start with all of that? Well, we started, I would say, officially, officially uh, a year ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't something that was planned. Mm-hmm. It just kind of happened. And once it did happen, we were like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. So it happened when Erica competed in her first prelim. She competed in the prelim, and she became, what was it, third uh, runner-up? Wait, which is technically um, Tivoli. It was um, Miss Silver State the um, second year that okay. Marissa hosted it. Um, we actually just there for fun. So you guys helped. Marissa out for no we oh okay we didn't even help Marissa out at that point we helped Erica compete in okay. The yeah. okay I didn't even know Marissa at all I just 
it was a fun thing to do. It's it because we haven't seen Erica for a while. And okay. She had previously competed in another pageant that did not turn out so well. So we were just kind of like in this, like, you know what? Let's try something new, different system, see where it leads up to. Let's just see it for fun. And the system that you did prior, what was that? Um, it was more of like Hispanic things, you know, okay. more of Hispanic pageants. Um, it wasn't like something that we, it was a whole different world, you know, having a, a Latin like pageant com- competing towards like a, I guess like a USA type style pageant. Mm-hmm. They're very different, you okay. know. Um, Money's involved, uh, you know. Stuff like that, where you... Maybe the bad stuff you hear about pageantry sometimes, that's where it comes from, you know? But um, nonetheless, we, like, moved away from it, and then we was like, okay, we done. Let's do it for fun. Get your name in there. Um, the the main idea was to get Erica yeah. prepared for Miss Nevada USA. Okay, so she was planning on competing regardless. For Miss Nevada. Okay. Miss Nevada. So oh. the idea was to just get Erica's face yeah. in the pageant. Yeah. So we were thinking, take one of the titles, see where it leads to, um, go on the stage and just get your face recognized, you know? We actually met Tiana. Along uh, the way. Along the way. Mm-hmm. She was competing for Miss Silver State the right. same year as Erica, but she was competing, obviously, for the teen category. Uh, we saw Tiana and we're like, oh, wow, okay, that's a contender, you know? Um, and then everyone, went, when Erica walked by, was like, oh, she's a miss. Okay, good. You know, to look at her and she was a, a miss. Yeah. And little did they know that she was actually a teen. A yeah, teen, yeah. <laughs> right. That's so funny. Yeah, it is. I can definitely see like a little bit of a miss side oh. on Erica, especially now yeah. after her growth. Yeah, everyone tells her that all the time. Please come back. Please come back for the miss. Please, you know. Um, she's self-adoring, actually. A lot of people have this misconception that she's like either his all Mexican, Hispanic mm-hmm. or like Filipino. Filipino. I can see Filipino. She's okay. So she's gotten that a lot. We even saw the live, um, like stream, yeah, on YouTube of Teen USA when she competed, and someone said, "Oh my gosh, she's Filipino." I made my research. She's half Filipino. I know it. That's so funny. Like, where did they find that information? <laughs> I don't know. It's we, funny. We told her the next day. We're like, we didn't know you were Filipino, Erica. You didn't know we told us. <laughs> you were Salvadorian this whole time, but. You know, and she's full Salvadorian. Full Salvadorian. Oh my God, she's beautiful. Very proud, very proud. She's a very yeah. proud girl, and we're happy that she's very proud of her culture, too, you know? But she started doing that. She competed, thir- took the third runner-up, which was Tivoli, Tivoli. teen at the time. We went to state. Um, in the sense, the odds weren't in our favor because we already had placed in the lower, I guess, ranking, you know, uh-huh. being third runner-up. We didn't let that stop us, honestly. Yeah, we, which you shouldn't. No, no, absolutely. I think that when we saw that she was third runner-up, we were happy to be a part of the Miss Silver State platform and to be a part of the group. Uh, so we took that more so as an opportunity to grow. Right. And to basically not let any obstacle, you know, get the better of us, I would say. Uh, we took her under a wing and we prepared her when it came to styling, when it came to walking, when it came to talking developing her platform i would say which is very important nowadays uh so that's where we basically did all of that yeah yeah i mean prior to that we've been working with erica like i said beforehand right um he knew her since a year prior to that you know to that pageant yes and i knew her six months beforehand you know so like we had a personal connection already with her on a friendship level so it was more like a, a team effort, you know? It wasn't it wasn't something like 
like we're hired to help her, you know. Right. Which in a sense, when we we aren't hired to help anybody, we do give her all, you know. We treat you as like, hey, you're a friend. We're, we're your backbone. I'm here to support you. And that's how it was with Erica. But like it was obviously a stronger bond. Cause right. Because you guys first. already had that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by the time we were at Nevada, we were like, okay, let's just give her our best, you know. We Again, we're like really like, I guess, not realistic, but realistic. Yeah, we or, had an idea of how things were going to play out uh-huh. the Miss Nevada uh, weekend. We were like, you know, we were really, really happy. Even if we came close to top five, realistically, we were like, please make top five. And we, we will, she said, I'll walk away extremely happy with the top five. Absolutely. Time. Especially if it was like her first time her competing, first competing at, at Nevada, yeah. Nevada team. Nevada, yeah. 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 It was her first time. So we were like, okay, you know, like top five, we'll be extremely happy. Obviously, once you're there and you see that you make top five, you want more and you're more like, and more and more. You're like, when? why can't when? I just take it? Yeah. So uh, obviously, we were super happy when she did uh answer her question because we prepared her i would say to the t to the t yeah <laughs> the night before the finals uh they gave them the topic to speak to nevada or the message to nevada and we're so close with her that i basically almost yelled at her at steak and shake oh my like, gosh I'm really tired it's 3 a.m let's go i have to come back at six and do your makeup so it was, I mean, it was an experience and it's. And yeah. it was all worth it. Yeah. And it was all worth it. I mean, from there, we all know exactly what yeah. happened. She took the crown and. And then she placed second runner up, correct? At yes. At Team, Team USA. USA yeah. Which was even more crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a huge accomplishment because we are new to the pageant world. Right. As coaches. So that's where we take our, again, our fresh take into things we take. We like to look at international pageants and see where they're at. Because essentially, that's every girl's goal to be at an international, international pageant. pageant. Correct. Not so much a state, but international. Yeah. So that's where we like to get girls to look a certain way. Right. And the thing that we always like kind of, um, I guess, like our proud of, you know, right. was the fact that Erica never came from like a glitz and glamour family. You know, she mm-hmm. still doesn't. She, her family is very humble. Um, she always speaks about this. She says that her family only received the first grade education, both of her parents, you know? Right. And her, she has how many siblings? I think it's four. Four, four, four or five. Four, I think four other siblings. So she's, there's five of them. There's yeah. five of them. Okay. Yes. So, and she, we, both of us as well, we don't come from a very like high income family, do you know? So everything we did, we did like pretty much on a budget, you know? Her interview dress that we found for her, it was literally $35 with a discount code. You oh, my know, gosh. Which she used for Nevada, which she actually ended up using at Teen USA. So, I mean, everything that we did was like always on a budget, you know? We never had the expenses to pay for everything that was, like, fully, like, rhinestone and fully, like, glitz and glamour, you know? So when a lot of people say, like, it takes money to win a pageant, it doesn't. It takes you wanting to win the pageant, you know? It takes you having that drive, you know? As long as you apply yourself, that's what really matters, you know? And at the end of the day, that's what she did best. She applied herself. She listened. She understood that whatever we said came out from a place of heart, you know? Right. It never came from a place of bringing her down because we always wanted the best for her. And we still do. I think we'll be with her until the day she goes to Miss Universe, you know? Yeah. And we'll be, like, tagging along with her and be like, you know what? Whatever happens at the end of the day, we're here to back you up. Yeah. And we're here for anything you need, you know? 
Um, and I think that's where our relationship goes the best, you know, it's like us three being like a whole team. And it has gotten us like at least somewhere, somehow. You I'm know? like sub three international captain. That's I know, insane. that's incredible. And she literally looked incredible throughout the entire time that she was competing. And yeah. it's 100% true about what you said. It's not about what you have on or yeah. even yeah. really what you look like. In a sense, it's more so of what you have to offer and how you're able to you know, be that real role model for yes. so many people, not only young girls, but boys as well. Right. Pretty yeah. much everyone. Yeah. So I really want to get into preparation mm -hmm. since you really worked with Erica a lot on that and mm -hmm. really helped her, you know, exceed high, high limits, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's start with preparation. What do you guys really focus on and how I do you get the girl to, you know, feel yeah, her I ultimate think best? Initially, once we meet uh, a client, mm -hmm. uh, we like to hear their platform. That's honestly one of the most important things uh i would say in modern pageant world I yeah would say. um only because i think that the way the pageantry is going it's basically being like you said a role model uh for basically anyone and we live in such dark times that people sometimes need a little bit of hope right and if someone can easily make uh make you smile or even share something that you are passionate about obviously you're gonna you know, be connected to that. So I think that that's where pageantry is definitely going. So again, going back to that, it's basically we want to get to know the girls platform and see how we can better further that and go from there. After that, we get to know their personal style, what they like, what they don't like. There's times where a girl is not comfortable with wearing specific type of clothing, but maybe in reality, she's just never tried it. Yeah. So that's where we come in and we have them try on different pieces and this and that. Uh, when it comes to walking, Luke will tell you all about that. That's his forte, yeah. I love to walk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love to watch yeah, you yeah. walk. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, I take a lot of it from, from dance, you know? Yeah. Um, as a dancer, you learn, like, there's levels to things. There's moments where you have peak points, but you have low points, you know? And I think watching just um, international pageants mm -hmm. again, you have a different vibe, you know, that you can have dynamics in everything you do, you know? Um, even when you take a simple spin, you can recreate it and make it like the statement of your actual like routine, you know? And I think a lot of it comes from me like watching a lot of these pageants. Um, I think too, it comes from like being gay. Um, <laughs> pride over here. Um, um, I think I, throughout one of my youth, I watched a lot of like um, TV shows that have like gay influences into Yeah, it. A lot of references too, um, I would say. I one show that I can like like pretty much like pinpoint was um RuPaul's Drag Race when uh -huh. I was younger. I remember I used to sneak into like my living room at two in the morning and watch the reruns. Um, when I was like fifteen, which I had no business watching at fifteen, but you know I was there up until this day, and like it gives you a different perspective of things, you know, like having different I guess like ideas and different like things to pull from yeah it's what kind of makes you a whole and a whole routine you know especially now teaching girls like i i feel like i give them a little extra like flair you know yeah it's not always about being safe and like sheltered you know you can be yourself you can be dynamic on stage and i think that's what people like they like seeing someone have fun on stage and pretty much 
push through it, you know, have like a great time. And really yeah. show their personality while walking. Yeah. It is crazy though, like the difference between like an international pageant and, you know, the USA yeah. pageant, how yeah. I feel like the girls are a little bit more reserved and like playing it safe on stage yes. where at an international pageant, it's like, here I am. Yeah. This is me. Yes. This which is, is what you got to work with. Which yes. is not bad, you know. It's just about finding your pace, you yeah. know. Some girls may not be comfortable right away, but, like, they do realize, like, when they get to a further level, mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, okay, then I do need to have more stage presence right. in general to have an impact, you know. I mean, because every girl competing at that pageant has, obviously, what it takes to take the crown. Oh, it's yeah. just oh, yeah. what's going to set you apart, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um. I think Jaden too. He likes to emphasize a lot on interview. Yeah, that's his like favorite part. I love interview. I think it's when you basically sell yourself. Yeah. Tell them who you are, what you're about, and what you plan on doing should you be given the opportunity to take the crown. So that's where basically uh, we like to basically polish the girl when it comes to the interview skills and making sure that they do a set interview and and. Walk away like feel like they gave it their all at right. the end of the day. Uh, when we uh, going back to Erica, when we uh, when she had her interview for Nevada, I think that we were both at home because we don't live too far from the hotel. So we were both looking at the time. We're like, oh my god, she's having her interview right now, and we were we were pretty happy because we knew that she had what it takes to win. Um, again, it's, we prepared a lot her on the fact that she needed to speak on what she believed in, which was education. That's yeah. her platform. And I think, I mean, it worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, it's just, and like, again, a lot of things that came into it. It's mind. a lot of factors to getting a girl to take the crown at the end of the day, uh, whether it's a, an actual physical crown or maybe you just want to feel accomplished. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to have a crown on your head, but maybe you just want to step out of your comfort zone and try something new. Whatever that crown may be for you, I think it's, you know, ultimately for it yeah I definitely think that anyone who is entering in a pageant or thinking about entering a pageant it's important to have a goal set for yourself Uh, I mean not necessarily winning like yes everyone wants to win however I think like having a self goal of what you really want out of it I think for me obviously like I've competed in pageants for quite some time is that I really enjoyed being on stage I felt like that was like the one thing that really helped me feel confident and comfortable um, with myself being that I grew up in like the theater world and that's where I felt like I was able to just be myself and mm-hmm. no one would ever like judge me from that right. and I think that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed being in front of people and being on stage is that you know being in a pageant like it really gave me the opportunity to speak on what I believe in and you know be surrounded by so many yeah. incredible people really yeah. yeah which is really nice which I think that's where you flourish, actually. Every time I see you, I'm just like, I can't wait to see Kimberly, like, Aww, on stage, you thank know? Thank you. But that's, a, again, theater kit background, again, too. Like, I get it that. It goes <laughs> to the art aspect, right? Yeah. Right. And uh, having fun with things, I would say. I know that when you saw her walking at Nevada last year, you were like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Thanks. We loved watching you walk last year. Yeah. yeah, and I can't wait for you to help me polish it all up. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I really want to talk more on interview. I kind of feel like this is where some people really struggle on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, where they're probably, they, I think people overthink themselves. I know I was definitely one of those people who really overthought 
the um, the entire thing, making sure I said everything that was expected to be said. Yeah. So how do you help a girl really like just be herself? I think that's where it starts because sometimes you expect or you're expecting to answer a certain way yeah. or you're thinking that you should be answering a certain way. But in reality, uh, from uh, what we work on with them is getting to know getting to know who they are mm-hmm. before they even get to that uh, interview room. It's more so getting to know who they are, where they stand, what they want to do with the title again, and more so getting them to know again. I mean, yeah, that's what I would say. Getting to know who they really are. You need to mentally be in a centered place and making sure that you are comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um before you can walk in that room and convince them that you are the title holder that they're looking for. I think it's basically taking that time to, again, understand who you really are and what you would want to do with the title. Yeah, just basically know yourself, you know? It's, it's easy to say hard it's to do. It's easy to say hard to do 100%. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think with, I think as, I mean, for me, I mean, you find yourself more over time, you know? And what you're really passionate about, you know? Um, it comes down to what i think it's the ideal thing you want to go for you know Mm -hmm. it's about the message you want to deliver it's about like what you want to have as a goal again like you said at the end of the day and reach it and achieve it you know and a lot of times when you don't have nothing to really expect to you know or strive for you really can't answer certain things you know like even if it's a simple question tell us about yourself that's difficult sometimes yes yeah Yeah. i feel like that is one of the most difficult questions that can ever be asked to a person is because you never know if you're you're saying again correct right but at the end of the day what they're really trying to do is get to know you right you know so if you're over here telling them i do this this and this and i'm a pageant patty and i've done this this and this i've won this many titles and it's kind of like yeah cool but i got i had i did not learn anything about you at the end of the day you know it's literally about who you are, you know, and getting to know yourself and finding what drives you. Yeah, definitely. As cliche as that sounds, right? Yeah. Getting to know just you, who you are as a person, mm-hmm. whether you like to play sports, whether you like to, you know, uh, advocate, on, I don't know, mm-hmm. education or whether you like. Be a teacher. Alyssa, Alyssa Guthrie, one of our. Um, one of our clients. One yeah. of our clients. She's a, a, a speech pathologist. Yeah. And we met her previously a year before when she competed for another pageant. We didn't know. We did not know about that about her until we started coaching with her. And we're like, when I saw her biography, I'm like, this is not the girl that you portray yourself portray- as. No, no, not at all. I'm like, this is a whole different girl. Like, where's this girl in the bio? Yeah. And eventually we brought that out of her and it's and she won her prelim. Yeah. Well, I think it's great about like the interview process, too. It's like, um bringing out the best out of girls 100 percent. yes like it's it's so like like i want to like punch myself in the head sometimes (laughs) because i'm just like you're such a great girl you have such great goals in life you know why why don't you ever speak about that you know it's always about like giving the perfect answer again or like sounding perfect or what you've done you know but it's like you have so many goals and things you strive for i'm like why don't you ever speak about that i think one of the things is that when they do have goals and they kind of feel that they're not ready to speak on something like that. I like, just like with life in general, I kind of like what I hear a lot nowadays is that 
people don't want to start saying things that they have as a goal in the future because they don't want to like jinx themselves their selves mm-hmm. if that like makes any sense yeah. yeah i see what that means i think that is just that's just like a new thing right that we're running ourselves into where people yeah. are keeping things private to and to and themselves yeah up until sharing them but I mean, the way that, that I look at it, we, I mean, even when everyone has a clock and like, mm-hmm. the time's going, uh, in pageantry, we all know that there's a clock. 100%. And that clock eventually is. Gonna hit midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna hit midnight. It's gonna expire and you're done. So, I mean, yes, I 100% believe that you should be able to keep things to yourself and private. But I mean, if it's for, if you're gonna be promoting positivity, like, why would you wanna hold it? Right, when you can be sharing. You can be sharing that and along the way sharing your message. Right. That's just how I feel. You should be able to just share. If it's something positive and it's going to bring happiness and joy to other people, like, why not share it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, if it's going to make people happy overall, like, why would you keep that to yourselves? Mm -hmm. If you can basically share that a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And another question that I really want to ask is that, okay, so there are a lot of girls who are, obviously like new to pageants and you know are still unsure of who they are and if they really want to like compete in a pageant how do you get that girl out of her shell to really help her find who she is what she's passionate about and what she can advocate during you know her time in a pageant mm-hmm. i think it's definitely coming down um to again the drive you mm-hmm. know um it, it might not be there all the way right away mm-hmm. but it's about finding yourself and like pushing yourself to certain things you know um another client that we work with her name is guadalupe um she's a really really nice young girl you know she was very shy i think the first time we met her and slowly but surely like it's been more like a a personal growth with her that she's been growing yeah and slowly but surely like every time she competes she's like she's more awake more dynamic and more of herself you know yeah when we speak to her one-on-one we're like you're such a great girl you know and like i the the tough part with her is like getting her to show that to others you know and i believe it was one of like the first or second times we met her he had her um Jaden had had her write down her insecurities on a piece of paper what she was afraid of what she thought like held her back you know mm-hmm. next time we met her we're like okay that piece of paper we're gonna burn it we got to talk about every single thing listed on that paper. Yeah. Why and it was insecurity? It was more of a symbolic thing for her to be able to just burn the insecurities. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a great exercise because it kind of helped her see those things basically yeah, disappear. The, 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 the things that hold you back are like more like in your heart and your head, you know? And the yeah. moment you can let go of that, it's the moment you can move on. I think ever since we met her, she's done a almost a almost a 180 and it's been completely different you know that's amazing and what's great about that's like seeing her grow Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and whether you win the highest title or not i think the greatest comeback that we've gotten from that it's like seeing like a growth in somebody and finding themselves slowly but surely and finding a voice 100 percent that they might be missing at the moment you know but at the end of the day, the voice has been within her the yeah. whole time because right. she does have the passion to speak about uh, mental health mm-hmm. and how that affects people and how that is basically a cause for, you know, sh- shootings nowadays. Yeah. And how it, it's basically all connected. And I think that as long as you have 
I think anyone can do pageantry as long as you have the willingness to speak on issues mm-hmm. that people are not necessarily speaking about. I think that's where pageantry is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to share a message that you feel like it's not spoken of, mm-hmm. you can bring a little bit of light right. just by mm-hmm. sharing that. And if you, I think that it just if you have a little bit of a, again, the willingness to mm-hmm. spread positivity, mm-hmm. I think that we do live in, again, how I said earlier, we do live in dark times. So why not step up and, you know, be make a difference in your community? It might not be a state title. It might not be a national title, but... Even if you can make a difference in your small community, like yeah. why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Which I is agree. That's the greatest part about it, you know? Yeah, I think that's why him and I, I would say if you asked us what's our contribution to society, mm-hmm. I think that's really our contribution. We may not advocate mm-hmm. for something, but we do uh, advocate on making girls feel their ultimate best. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the greatest thing. And by us giving them the the confidence and the tools to get to be able to share that, then our work is done there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, where they get to go and share positivity, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I would say that that's our contribution to society as of right now. Yeah, which is amazing. Really, I always tell everyone that if they haven't competed in a pageant, they 100% need to, yeah. especially if they don't feel confident about themselves because along the way, you will 100% grow that confidence and the best part about it is having coaches really Mm -hmm. having people such as yourselves like really boost up their confidence and you know assure them that they are amazing people and that they have so much to offer and I think that's where really that's where the girl finds who they are and what exactly they want in the future not even in pageants just like in their life in general exactly like if this might not be your thing right you find your passion later on through something else, but at least you have that confidence within yourself to pursue that. Yeah. Whether it's pageantry, whether it's you gain your doctrine, something, you know, it's something that's going to push you. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Like, like everyone says, everyone in the pageant world says, is that what you take out of competing in a pageant, what you learn about yourself, your self growth, you are 100% going to implement that in your personal life, which is amazing you're gonna learn interview skills you're gonna learn how to be social with other people and you're gonna really learn how to connect with so many different types of personalities which is overall amazing yeah yeah definitely which is i think a greater part to a pageantry because people still ask nowadays like what's the point of you doing the pageant what's the point of having a beauty queen it's for this you know to have a voice to speak on something that might not be spoken about and give a brighter light to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I, I don't like when people make those comments or, I mean, I've gotten, is it really worth it? Is it really worth you competing one more year? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it is worth it to me. Like, I've come so far. Like, yeah. why quit now? Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. For like anything in life, not yeah. just pageants. I think that if you can honestly keep on going, why not? Like mm-hmm. you literally learn so much more about yourself along the way, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and so do you guys believe in like meditating for pageants or like what do you think helps a girl really stay focused during like the preparation? It's definitely a combo of things. Um, Finding the right mental space is mm-hmm. one. 
finding your happy place. I always tell people find their happy place. Like, even if for me, it's like me in my head dancing in a dance studio and like, you know, going off and dancing, you know, and that might be something else different for someone else. I also think it has to play a part with my sound bad, but how you present yourself mm-hmm. and your look, you know, um, which I think that's another part we touch a lot on into with styling mm-hmm. is um, when you look good, you're going to feel good, you know. Um, the moment you look prepared, the moment you look, you feel prepared is when you have the most confidence in yourself. And definitely it's a combo of all, all those things because it kind of gears you into be like, okay, I'm ready. I can do this. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, even for every girl listening that is competing for this state type uh, pageant, uh, bring some headphones, bring some music, something that relaxes you. Uh, stay away from social media. Oh yeah. For sure. Stay away from social media. Uh, from those pageants or those pageant pages on Instagram that tell you how you're going to rank or, or what any they think pageant that. boards. Yeah. yeah, I would say stay away from that because honestly, they base that off of what looks and yeah. they base that off of their own like their criteria. own personal yeah. criteria. Yeah. 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 So I do recommend girls staying away from those uh, because I mean, they don't. They know nothing. It's their opinion. They might have gotten it right once or twice, but it doesn't mean that they know every single girl competing. Right. Uh, Yeah. And we've seen it time and time again where, like, the big favorites doesn't even get to compete. Right. I mean, we've seen it in a ton of national pageants recently where the big favorite doesn't even make top 15. Right. And you're like, what happened? And again, they always go back to, like, you never know what happened in your interview room. Mm-hmm. You never know how they present themselves, which is, I think, again, it's great to find like a good mental space for that. That's where, yeah, I would say that's where you, that's where the winners half of the time are made of. Yeah, yeah. I would say bring headphones, listen to music. Uh, it might sound odd, but even if you have ten minutes, read a book, read poems, something that brings you and uplifts you. Um, what else would you say? Stop rehearsing. Stop rehearsing. <laughs> yes, I would say for sure stop rehearsing. Once you're at the concentration uh, for those two or three days competing, what are you really going to learn in those right. 30 minutes prior going into interview that you don't already know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, that's where the preparation comes before and you get to know who you are as a person so that when you do get in there, you basically know exactly what you're about yeah and i think that ultimately when you get to know who you are you can basically answer anything any question especially about yourself yes Yes. yeah absolutely and even about anything really but about yourself for sure you should be able to answer anything with confidence right Mm -hmm. yeah is there any advice that you would give any girl who is competing in a pageant or on their way to competing in a pageant or thinking about competing in a pageant I think it's definitely doing it for the right reason, mm-hmm. wherever that reason might be for you. Um, and setting a goal for yourself, if it's you want to achieve confidence, whether you want to achieve, you know, learning more about yourself, improving your interview skills, like you said, it's about the wants mm-hmm. and the need, you know? What might not work out the best sometimes when you're pressured into it, you know? You might not have the passion for it and someone's like persuading you into it. Yeah. I think it's more about like you wanting to, you know, people have dreams, people have goals. Some people's dream might be to be Miss Nevada one day. Mm -hmm. Some people's dreams might be Miss Universe, you know, and if this is the stepping stone for you, then go for it. As long as you have the want and need for it. It's all about you at the end of the day. It's not about anybody else. It's not about your friends, Mm -hmm. your coaches. It's about you, you know. 
a couple of nights ago we were speaking about the podcast and what was the thing you said and i was like oh my god that's literally what this whole thing is about did you say make a difference yeah i mean make, make a, a difference make a difference at the end of the day you know you're given this great platform to speak about things you're giving a voice technically right. you know which you might not have initially but you're uh, reaching to a greater uh, audience i remembered he exactly said do something yeah do something and yeah it stuck with me and i was i was so i was like what this is what it's all about because he just looked at me and i was like what is this whole pageantry world for and i think ultimately it's to do something right to bring light mm-hmm. to an issue that people again i feel like we've been saying that on and on and on because it's true but it's true um do something whether you make one little girl or one little boy smile whether you can read to a kid whether you can i don't know raise money for scholarships or rate or collect books whatever that do something maybe for you mm-hmm. do something um i would say that a lot of the times we see girls that get to the state level or even the national level and they have this platform that they've developed but a lot of the times whether when the national pageant is done and they don't take the crown mm-hmm. uh we do see that a lot of the girls just basically stop caring about their platform yeah and i think that that's where you see like maybe why you didn't win, win. win right. you know so i would say if you're going to compete in a pageant do it for the right reasons mm-hmm. not don't do it because you think you're beautiful and you'll get the modeling contract that you've been looking for yeah because i mean if that's what you're looking for then go audition to be right. a model go be a model go focus on that go yeah. focus on modeling don't do it because again don't yeah. do it because you want to be a model or because you want to become a millionaire because we all know that's rare <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen at all. So I would say more so do it because you want to bring positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep saying that it's just such dark times that we live in today. We need love. We need acceptance. We need people to just basically be positive and be kind to one another. Right. I know that we all say that. And sometimes we forget to be kind to people. Right. But we forget where they come from. Where pe- we don't even know what people might be going through. So if you can even just make a little bit of a difference, like why wouldn't you do it? And I think that the judges can sense when a girl is being authentic, authentic yeah, and when they're wanting to make a difference. I think that a lot of the times the girls don't take the time in interviewing to ask for that title. Mm-hmm. I think that they talk about their platform. I think they talk about whatever it is that they're wanting to talk about, but they forget to ask. Um, what do you? What would I mean by asking for the title? Yeah. I would say more so of telling them what you would want to do with that and connecting it in a personal level right? where they'll be able to identify with that themselves because at the end of the day, the judges are people just like us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I would say. Do something at the end of the day. Yeah, solely, solely finding purpose yes. of what you want to do after the pageant. Yeah, I think exactly. that's like really important no one really talks about that either right? yeah like, okay the pageant's done uh, we keep talking about erica's farewell walk and what she's gonna wear and blah 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 but we haven't really spoke much of okay like yes your year's done almost you have five months or whatever what are we really gonna do after those five months yeah yeah i mean it's to us it's more like practice what you preach at the end of the day yeah which what you practice and what you preach really like plays into how you'll perform Mm -hmm. yes absolutely. Mm -hmm. so 
so which is I nice think, yeah i think a lot of uh, a lot of contestants they'll focus on preparing a week or two before the mm -hmm. pageant uh but i feel like when you do that you don't really bring much to the table yeah authenticity authenticity and you stress yourself out yeah. on yes. thinking i should have prepared earlier yes. yeah yeah, and I mean, I would say if your state pageant is coming up in five, six, seven months, probably five months or mm -hmm. so, um, start preparing now. Don't yeah. wait till the last minute. We get a lot of clients that will want to coach two weeks before, a week before, and we're like, we should have been doing this two, three months before. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we would say. It's more about like, because you might find certain things that you might be a weaker point yeah that may take time to grow you know yeah especially if they don't see it for themselves someone yeah. else will be able to see it and help yeah. you work on those yes. areas yeah it's definitely just again time preparation mm -hmm. never going to something like last minute mm -hmm. never going to something like unprepared. half prepared you know right have an idea, have something set, you know? Be there's, organized. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking the time to be like, hey, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it right. Right. And finding the right tools for it, you know? Organize your clothing before you go into the pageant weekend. Make sure everything's labeled. Yeah. Take pictures of outfits before so you know exactly what they're supposed to look like when you put them on. Never wear a new pair of high heels the day of. <laughs> That's a, a bad no-no. <laughs> Like I, yeah. number one, no. Yeah. <laughs> number one, no. <laughs> Don't do anything different that you normally wouldn't do. Uh, a lot of the times, uh, as a makeup artist, I will want to, or even last year when she, where Erica was competing yeah. for Miss Nevada Teen, uh, I wanted to try new products and do this and do that. And Luis kept constantly reminding me, "Don't do it. Don't try new products. Do what you already know works." And I, as I mean, I haven't talked too much about the makeup part of the pageantry, but I would say a little bit more of a enhance your inner beauty enhance mm -hmm. your outer beauty as well uh don't overstack lashes if you know that that's not a good look for you don't get eyelash extensions please don't do that <laughs> i hate eyelash extensions i hate them i hate them i think they look horrible i think that's so funny that you say that because i i used to have eyelash extensions and i had like really crazy dramatic ones however every time that i would go in to compete for the pageant they'd be like Remove your lashes. <laughs> they do not work. <laughs> and honestly, it's true because it kind of like weighs down your eye, down your eye and, and you feel it. Eye. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we want to see you. We don't want to see your, your eyelash extensions. Yeah. You know. Uh, so yeah, I would say be prepared overall and have a have a a drive and determination overall, right? And make a difference. Uh, we have been pretty, we've been really successful on top of Erica competing for her state title. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of, um, here in Nevada or wherever you might be listening, but here in Nevada, there's prelims that we prepare girls for. Uh, Miss Silver State, uh, our, um, Alyssa Fuller, she took her title, right? Silver State team. She took the Silver State team title, which, which she'll be competing in January. Uh, and then what was after that? Miss Alyssa, Sierra Nevada. Miss Sierra Nevada, which we coached Alyssa Guthrie. Um, she won her title there as Miss. And we coached uh, Maria Valladares. Mm -hmm. She was the teen. And she also won her division as well. Um, and the top three were our clients. So we were just yeah, yeah. so stoked and excited. Yeah. 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 Like our clients took the top three. That's one of the hardest parts. Like, yes. <laughs> I, I feel like as a coach, no one really talks about this. Yeah. And it's like when you have four girls competing and then you hope that they all make top 
whatever, top four, top five, whatever that top may be. And once you see them on stage, they're like, okay, like, who's... Do you guys' heart races? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think it more of it breaks. Okay. Yeah. A little because we do put a lot of time and dedication mm-hmm. and each girl is different and they all bring something unique to the table. It's like right. A, that personal connection that we, saw, that we said about earlier yeah. that we, we have Erica. We make a personal connection mm-hmm. with the girls. So when we see that they become, I don't know, the second runner up, we're like, ugh. And then the first one, when up. the other girls beats her that we coach us, we're like, we're happy. But you're still like, it's a little it's hard. So hurt. Yeah. yeah. It definitely hurts. It's not because we prefer one over the other. It's more so because we wish the best single one of them yeah. could take it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, there's only one crown. So that's where at the last prelim, I think we were a little heartbroken just because we wanted it for all three of them. Yeah. yeah. Since they were the top three, we were like, dang it. Dang Which, it. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen just because the girls were so strong and they prepared and they listened to every detail and mm-hmm. they applied themselves. And we're like, I think you guys might be the top three. Um, so it's really, really happy when we see them succeed. And even when we see that girls don't succeed, there's been times where the girls just don't do as well as we expected them to do. Uh, I think it just takes a little self-evaluation after that. And yeah. Going back and being like, okay, what can I improve on? Yeah. As opposed to giving up. Never yeah. be negative about it. It's, oh, it's, 100%. It's room to grow, you know? Mm-hmm. You might not be the best at it, but no one's really the best at it the first time. No. Or the second or the third. It might take you a couple times until you get to that point. But learn to self-reflect. Yep. And There's learn to understand if you're in the right pageant system. Okay. I think that that's really, really important. A lot of girls uh, sometimes are a little discouraged. Mm-hmm. They're not doing well and they've competed. Mm-hmm multiple times and they're like why am i not doing well i think sometimes you just have to ask yourself if you're in the right pageant system because i think that each system is different and they bring different uh values to it values to it and they look for a specific title holder so i would say understand if you're in the right pageant system for sure and how do you how do you understand if you're in a right pageant system how do you help a girl look to decide look to the former winners Mm mm-hmm what they stand for and what the organization stands for, you know? Miss USA, even Miss Universe right now, they're in a point where equality is very big for them, right. you know? Um, it can be some with uh, maybe a larger body, maybe a slimmer body, maybe natural curly hair, maybe super straight hair, you know? It's about being authentically you at the right. end of the day, you know? And that's what it's geared towards to. Mind you, that might not might be the ideal pageant system for somebody else because they have maybe they want the cloth pageant hair or the super glitz, super glamour, which that's great. Then you can find another pageant system that works for that system itself, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it's just looking to what the organization stands for and what they're going for. Yep. And know? see if you even like what the organization yeah. stands for. A lot of the times you're competing for the name for the name of the pageant yeah system? yeah like you don't realize hey do they believe in what i believe in do they stand for what i you know uh stand for and yeah a lot of the times people just go for that the name known name or the yeah. known pageant system yeah. but i think that nowadays there's so many pageants there's so where, many yeah a ton to the point where i'm like what is that what is that yeah, yeah. but yeah definitely look into the pageant system and really understand if yeah. that's the pageant system that you would want to see yourself and if that's what you would want to represent at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that, yeah, like you said, there's so many different types of pageants out there, but at the end of the day, they 
kind of translate to the same because you're pretty much doing the same thing. It's yes. just yeah. a different title. So now. Yeah. So today, I think everyone wants equality and mm-hmm. they want to bring awareness to, you know, their cause. Their cause. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of things are, are standing. Maybe it's just the method of doing things, you know. And yeah. the girl, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the, the way they choose your girl, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you you might not be the prettiest, but the pageant might think like, hey, you have the best, the greatest. You and have more to power, offer. You know, yeah. of all these girls. It's not about looks at the end of the then day. Then you're a girl, you know. Someone else want to be geared towards, so like maybe I just want all the looks and all the glamour. That's that, you know. Go to Miss International. Yeah, find <laughs> find, find something that like is geared towards you, you know, and yeah. what you stand for at the end of the day, you know. That's all it is. Yeah. I 100% agree. And like you said, it really isn't about the looks nowadays. And it just in life and anything that you do really isn't really about beauty really Mm -hmm. isn't about what you look like. It's about what you have to offer, Mm -hmm. how whole your heart is and how you can make a person feel essentially. Mm -hmm. So we Mm -hmm. do. We work with a lot of teenagers here in the city, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Luis and I work with a lot of teenagers. So we get to see uh, the difference between the times that when we were teenagers mm-hmm. uh, to where the teenagers are today. And we've yeah. come, we've realized that society today, everyone's very, very uh, open, open mm-hmm. more so than you think they are. And everyone, a lot people are very, very sensitive. 100% where it's like you can't really Everyone's say really sensitive, certain things. So there's things that you can say and you can't, can't say, say. And there's things. If you say it like slightly different, the message is still there. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely, uh, we live in a very politically correct generation, yes. which and is sad to a certain extent because, yeah. yeah, like we should be able to be open and yeah. honest, yeah. and we shouldn't take offense to certain things that are said, especially if it's a tool to help you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when I going back to when we meet a client, I think um, I'm a hundred percent myself when we're coaching yeah. and I let girls know, I'm like, Hey, like, this is what we do. And I love when the girl's like, okay, let's do it. As opposed to someone who is a little more like, I don't know, Jaden's a little tough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, uh, the girls that are like, okay, let's go, let's do it. Jaden. Yeah. I think those are the girls that do super well when they're like, he's just here to help me. And yeah. that's it. Obviously I'm not going to be super mean. I mean, I'm not mean. I, I yeah, say. no. I think it's important <laughs> to take constructive criticism. Yes, yeah. that's what it yeah. is. And a lot of the time, uh, some girls could see that as uh, as being mean mean or mean. tough on them. But at the end of the day, uh, when girls go, literally, right before they go on stage, I always tell them, if you win, we mm-hmm. win. Right. Because Which is 100% true. 100% true, yeah. Because if the girl does well, then ultimately people look at to see who coached them and who prepared them to mm-hmm. get that title. Right. It also comes, I think, from at least our upbringing you know yeah we're both really like we both come from a really like maybe low-income families mm-hmm. you know and not everything is handed to us not everything's given to us with a silver spoon you know yeah and we have to work for things that you want you know and when someone tells you like something that might not be positive right away take it as a constructive way to grow for yourself you 100%. know you never get to be anything in life without growing mm-hmm and without seeing yourself and reflecting on it, you know? Like, I I grew up in a time where, like, my brother was tough on me, my parents were tough on me growing up, you know? To now, I have, like, the confidence and tools to be very independent and very myself, you yeah. know? I don't let a lot of things hold me back anymore because 
I took a lot of the constructive criticism to myself to be like, hey, it's not coming from a negative place. It's coming from somewhere like tough love. Yeah, where they want to see you grow. They want to see you be successful. Yeah, yeah. And at first you might not hear like, you're perfect, but you're doing this wrong. You know, you might not always hear that. You might hear like, these are the things you're doing wrong. Improve on them. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with either or, honestly. But like, it's more the fact of how you perceive it and how you take it. Yeah. Especially like if you are competing in a pageant, like that's the only way for you to oh. really grow, like really You're take never that. You're never perfect. You're never perfect. Criticism. There's, there's, a, there's words I always live by. They said they always told me there's always someone better than you at mm-hmm. something that you do, you know? Right. You might, you're not always going to be the best at it, which is fine, but be the best of yourself that you can be. Right. You're not competing with anybody else. You're competing with, with yourself. yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like every time you compete, find your placement. See where you were at last year. Grow from it. Yeah. Where you can improve. Where can you get greater at? Where can you place higher at? You know? Interview sucks. Do better next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great message. Outfits. Wear cute outfits. Wear cute outfits. Yeah. <laughs> don't that. wear lash extensions. Don't wear lash extensions. <laughs> no. <please don't. laughs> I hate that so much. But no, uh, even when it comes going back to styling a little bit, uh, you can find incredible cute things mm-hmm. that show your personality without breaking the bank yeah. I think I think that's one of the things that we look for right we don't want to break anyone's bank we want you to be successful but still know that you didn't spend your whole entire paycheck yeah doing it. all of your so, savings absolutely not <laughs> that's ridiculous uh I know some coaches might go up against that but I mean at the end of the day, there really isn't no point, especially no. for a one-use type no, thing. No, absolutely not. Find something that suits you, that makes you stand out, and that everyone else is going to be like, oh, my God, her outfit was cute. Mm-hmm. You, you would have never guessed that Erica wore a $40 outfit to this no. Teen USA interview. No, I loved it, too. And I like, there was girls that were like, oh, my God, my outfit was $4,000. I'm like, you're crazy. Why'd yeah. you spend $4,000 on that outfit? I, I love the, the, the things we did for Sarah. It was very, like questionable in the sense of pageantry you know mm-hmm. like we both we're both very into like fashion you know yeah i like i uh, i used to watch like fashion shows on youtube about um mugler and like uh everything you know mm-hmm. like everything and i was really into fa- fa- fashion so when everything that we put together for her everyone was always like you're not wearing the stereotypical dress so it's weird you know and we always thought like, what's I wrong with Erica? Was told that last year when she was competing for her state pageant. Yeah, really. It's because she. It's because it was a technically a wedding gown that mm-hmm. she wore. Oh so my gosh, no, dress. I know. I love yeah. that dress. So what? Um, recently, everyone has been to- telling us like, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's like one of my favorite things she's ever mm-hmm. worn. You know, and everyone's like, it didn't have enough stones. It didn't have a cape. It didn't have a, a train. You know, like well. What's wrong with that? Yeah. What? I think when she tried on the gown, and I've never seen Erica's face light up. Really? Mm-hmm. Her face lit up. And I was like, I wasn't too much of a fan at first, but when I saw it on her, her face, mm-hmm. it wasn't even so much on her. It was like her reaction and her expression. Okay. Yeah. I think that we're like, that's, 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 the, dress. that's yeah. the dress. Mind you again, we, um, I remember that day, actually. I told him, like, let's go down to, actually, it was via the bridal here in um, las vegas and town square um we saw them on instagram and i, I would tell him like look how pretty these dresses are he'd be like i know it looks so expensive i'm like i know <laughs> so we were like let's just go try stuff off i told erica and Luis, i'm like let's go down to town square try something on 
walked into the store. She, again, she's eight, 17, 18 at the time, 18, I think. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at her like, why are you trying to wear your dresses on? You know, you look, you look too young. Yeah. Um, but we told them like, hey, it's for a pageant and we just want to see our options, you know? They dropped the price bomb on us, which again, we don't come from a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I think, 4200 around there. $4,200, yeah. And it was after she had tried it on. She We we saw the expression on her face. We're like, damn, how are we going to make the money? It wasn't about like, can we do it or not? Yeah. It was more about like, how are we going to get it? Yeah. We knew we would get it. Mm-hmm. We just didn't know exactly Which way how. Hurt. Yeah. And her parents are extremely supportive. Yeah. Um, uh, so they are supportive, but we didn't want to tell them like, oh, by the way, it's by the way, this is a forty-two hundred dollar yeah, yeah, dress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, we didn't want to tell her. We didn't want to tell him that, so we knew that it would uh, take for him and I to help her get the gown. We didn't know how to do it. I just again we, going back to the yeah. interview skills and talking to people. I think that that's where we work so well as a team because I'm always the one doing this, Eric. I'm always pushing her, mm-hmm. and I sometimes I like legit push, push her, her. <laughs> to do. Uh, more and i think that day i spoke to the lady and i basically sold erica as a person and what the qualities that she had and what she would bring to the table Mm -hmm. and then the next day i get a phone call from them and they they tell me hey we actually want to sponsor her oh my gosh that's that's amazing Mm -hmm. and i mean the rest is history right yeah yeah it was crazy we were like thinking like how many dance classes do i have to teach how much makeup there? do I have to do to and be Erica was, gown? Erica was like, how many braces do I have to like, make for me to get this gown? So we were all like concoctioning ways mm-hmm. to like, do it. And we sat in, in in my car for like a good three minutes just looking at each other like What quiet, are we going to do? Like quietly. We yeah. don't have a set where we're just like. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of times where Fuentes is hurting a girl that even we get a little nervous for her, yeah. you know, just because of what's coming ahead. We never want to show that we're nervous. We mm-hmm. never want to mm. talk about how we're feeling just because we don't want to bring that energy to them. Yeah. Or bring pressure. Like yeah. It's pressure. And I think a lot of it is about energy and yeah. vibes and how you feel and how the air is. And feeling. us three are so in sync at this point that we just like know, you know? Yeah. I we think just feel each other's energy. We're like, yeah. Okay. I mean, even going back to the whole preparation for Nevada, I think that I was nervous because it was my first time doing uh, makeup for a contestant mm-hmm. that could potentially take the crown. And I was very intimidated as a makeup artist because I hear a ton of artists coming from other states to prepare a specific girl. And I was really nervous. She knows that now, right? I think I told her that. I'm like, by the way, I was really nervous about when I was doing your makeup. Yeah. And she was like, why? I'm like, I was nervous. She's like, I was like, because there's a ton of known pageantry makeup artists that come into town. And here I was by myself, Mm -hmm. you know, as he was straining her hair. I was basically doing her makeup and we just hoped for the best. Yeah, and she looked amazing. Thank you. I can't you. say how many times, like how amazing <laughs> she looked. She gets that a lot. I think just have fun. At yeah. The end of the 100%. Have fun, have fun and have a team that really wants to help you. Mm-hmm. Have a team that is there to help you look your best and make sure that your team is respectful to other people that are competing. Because a lot of the times we do see, you know, a group with, that's with a contestant that they'll tend to be mean or they'll tend to attack someone else or just, you know. It's like not healthy overall. Yeah, it's like not healthy competition, I yeah. would say. So make sure that even your team that you're going with into a pageant 
make sure that they know to be respectful yeah. and kind to others. Positive vibes all around. Yep, exactly. Yes. Yep. We knew when we did this that we wanted to build a business and we mm -hmm. wanted to build a brand. So when we got to compete, and I mean, now we're coaching some of the girls that Erica competed with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a compliment to us, the fact that they... They trust They you. trusted us uh, oh. after we basically beat them. It was, yeah. it was more like, okay, we got beat. Now show us how you got there. Yeah. yeah help us out. And uh, I think that that's where we wanted to do. We wanted to build a brand mm -hmm. without really knowing that we were building a brand or yeah. a business. Mm -hmm. We knew that we wanted to. And, you know, we've been working with Marissa for quite some time now. And I think that we enjoy working with Marissa at this point. We understand what she wants. By the way, to Marissa is uh, director for Miss Silver State and the Silver State pageants. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Marissa. BTW. And State, yeah, um, she's an amazing director, and I think that she does trust what we see in the right. girls, and she does expect for the girls to be prepared mm -hmm. come December. Yeah, and I think she. I mean, we're super grateful because she does. She listens. She does a lot for the. She does a lot for the yeah, girls. Yeah, she definitely has a lot she to does, offer. She, yeah, she has a lot to offer. And and I even if she doesn't have what you're looking for, mm -hmm. she can connect you to someone that has what you're right. looking for, which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, one of the coolest things about her is that when you talk to Marissa, even me as a person, though there's times where she set me down and asked me, what do you want to do? Mm -hmm. What do you want? What do you want out of this? And she takes the time to listen. I think that's something that we're very grateful for. Yeah, that's really important yeah. for anyone is it's a, listening it's a, to the person really and their needs team yeah that we want the best for the girls mm -hmm. yeah ultimately we want a back-to-back -back. we want those crowns again I yeah saying a back-to-back -back because we want the miss nevada crown again and the team crown again for sure <laughs> but it's definitely possible it's 100 percent possible. possible the sky is the limit we, yes. just, we just put it onto the universe and there you go. Totally it's yours. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today on Bubblegum Kim podcast. Um, We're excited to be here, right? We were really, really excited. Oh my gosh, thank you. you. I was so excited and nervous <laughs> for you guys to come. I was like, I'm not sure. Like, By the way, she lives in expected. Narnia. She lives in Narnia. Like, She lives like halfway to like Tijuana. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I'm going like, to go outside and go like, get a taco from a taco truck, you know? But yeah. So far. But anyways. Love I do. I here. live really far, but thank you guys so Worth much for driving drive. over. And, you know, any pageant girl who is listening to this, definitely check out Real Crown Connections. Check out what Jaden and Louise have to offer. Talk to them. Send them an email, a DM, and, you know, express your needs and see if they're the best fit for you, which yeah. I'm sure they are. Um, so why don't you tell us where we can find you on social media? Um, our Instagram for um, personal personal pages and for me it's um, at Luis Dances and Jaden. It's uh, mine is just Jaden does makeup. Yeah, literally Jaden does makeup. <laughs> and then obviously you can find us at Real Crown Connections uh, with the S at the end. Um, and yeah, definitely let us know, DM us, talk to us. We're really cool people. We're not scary. We promise. You know, we're not intimidating. We're really cool. Yeah, they are here for you. So and usually moms love us. Yeah, yeah. which is important. Yeah, the moms usually love us. Like have a mimosa with me. They always want <laughs> to have a mimosa with them. Yeah. So yeah, please uh, contact us if you need any help. And if we don't offer what you're looking for, I'm sure we can connect you to someone that does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So thank you guys again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.